0: That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500.
1: Texas food crisis. No one's delivering. Stores are cleaned out. Senators' Cancun getaway cut short. I started having second thoughts almost the moment I sat down on the plane. Impersonation for a vaccination. A couple of young ladies came dress up as grannies. Good morning, I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. There are widespread food and water shortages now in Texas as the power comes back on slowly after days of record-setting cold, snow, and ice. Many stores are cleaned out.
2: We've got some water bottles, a few. And
1: a few cans of soup. CBS's Omar Franca says a lot of homes have been damaged by the water from shattered pipes. We walked in and about two-thirds of the ceiling was collapsed.
3: There was sheetrock all over the floor and water was just gushing it. Joel Burns didn't have power, but he had flowing water in all the wrong places. It's disheartening. Burns says he reached out to 14 different restoration companies for help with repairs, like busted pipes and damaged drywall. All 14 companies declined because they were not available or the job was too big. It's not going to be fast. We're going to be dealing with this for probably over a year. And insurance will not cover everything. It'll cost us thousands. Supplies and stuff to clean this up, we're into many hundreds. Are you worried about what your next electric bill is going to look like? Some people have fluctuating rates and theirs are going to go up. Most residents enter into one of two types of contracts with energy providers, a higher fixed rate, or variable. Customers take the chance and can pay low rates when demand is low and higher rates when demand rises. Houston resident Megan O'Neill paid over $2,000 in two days. Her February bill is now more
1: than $3,000.
2: It's like, okay, do I feed my family or do I run the heat?
1: FEMA has sent generators to help water plants, hospitals and nursing homes in the state, along with blankets and meals. Acting FEMA Administrator Bob Fenton on CBS This Morning. What has me most worried is uh, making sure that people stay warm. Texas has set up a number of warming stations where people could go. So if you're cold, uh, don't stay in your house. Go to one of the warming stations. And while the misery in Texas played out, yesterday, so did the story of Senator Ted Cruz, who left in the middle of it all to go to Mexico with his family. There was video of him in airports, photos on planes, and outrage directed at him on social media. Leaving when so many Texans were hurting didn't feel right, and so I I changed my return flight and, and, and flew back on the first available flight I could take. Cruz had originally planned to stay into the weekend. No doubt about it, the week of bad weather has fouled up vaccine deliveries in a lot of places and has forced some vaccination sites to close. Michelle Roberts of the Washington State Department of Health says 90% of this week's allocation is late.
2: We're in a holding pattern until the weather on the East Coast lightens up and vaccines can ship
1: out. In Florida, two women were charged with trespassing. Dr. Raul Pino of the Orange County Health Department says they tried to fake their way in to get a second vaccine shot. A couple of young ladies came dressed up
0: as grannies uh,
1: to get vaccinated for the second time. He says they're investigating how they successfully got a first dose. The drug maker Pfizer says it's launched the first clinical trial in this country to look at how the COVID vaccine affects pregnant women. About 4,000 women are taking part in it. Expectant mothers are at higher risk for severe illness with COVID-19. Well, storms are only adding to the urgency in a new bipartisan push for more federal funding for states and cities. 400 mayors are asking Congress to act. CBS's Ed O'Keefe spoke with two of them who say the pandemic has put many on the financial ropes. One's a Democrat.
3: City government is hurting. Revenues are gone. The
1: other, a Republican. We are
3: certainly doing a little bit more with a little bit less. Oklahoma City's Republican mayor, David Holt, says the downturn caused by the pandemic means he can't make good on a law passed two years ago that requires hiring 120 new police officers. That has meant, you know, freezing the hiring of lots of positions especially in police and fire. That's basically two-thirds of our budget. In Baltimore, Democratic Mayor Brandon Scott says a drop in tourism revenue means he's facing at least a $30 million shortfall. The convention Center is a COVID testing center and a vaccination site, so no one's having conventions there. Last year, Congress gave hundreds of billions of dollars to cities and states, but only to pay for COVID-related expenses. Now, President Biden's nearly $2 trillion American rescue plan would provide about $350 billion
1: in direct to cities and states. President Biden called it historic. And after NASA's big moment yesterday, the exploration of Mars heads into new territory. That's all confirmed. Yes. With Perseverance now safely on Mars, it can begin to focus on what it was designed to do explore the red planet. One of its primary jobs, searching for ancient life. One of the first high profile moments will come when a tiny four pound helicopter called Ingenuity is deployed. When it makes its first flight, it will be the first time an aircraft has flown on another planet. Steve Futterman, CBS News, Los Angeles. Today, the United States has formally returned to the Paris Climate Agreement. President Biden signed an executive order to reverse the Trump administration pullout on his first day in office. The administration's climate point man, John Kerry, tells CBS News. There is no room for BS anymore. There's no faking it on this one. The agreement calls for mostly voluntary action to cut carbon dioxide emissions by 2030. Republican critics say it will raise energy costs and China and Russia will continue with business as usual. And the Biden administration indicates it is ready to join talks with Iran to discuss a return to the six-year-old nuclear deal President Trump pulled out of. CBS's Margaret Brennan.
2: European powers, along with Russia and China, all need to be in lockstep on this for it to work. Because it has to be a unified front. And that's where this is problematic right now.
1: The top White House cybersecurity official says the danger from the massive hack of government agencies blamed on Russia is not over. Ann Newberger says a task force is trying to unravel it all.
0: The level of knowledge they showed about the technology and the way they compromised it truly was sophisticated. The scope and scale to networks, to information, makes this more than an isolated case of espionage.
1: Microsoft says the hackers studied and got access to the company's secret source code to help them hunt for vulnerabilities in the government systems. Everyone, it seems, wants to honor Dolly Parton. She revealed a few weeks ago she turned down the Presidential Medal of Freedom twice and said she might again if it's offered. Now, there's this.
3: Jolene, Jolene. Dolly Parton has asked lawmakers in Tennessee to pull a bill that would start the process of commissioning a statue of her on the grounds of the state capitol. The movement gained momentum during a debate over whether to remove a bust of former Confederate general Nathan Bedford Forrest. But Parton's posted to social media, given all that's going on in the world, putting her on a pedestal isn't appropriate. She hasn't ruled out the idea altogether. Parton says somewhere down the road several years or after after she's gone, if people think she still deserves it, she'll be proud to stand in her great state capital. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News.
1: That's the CBS World News Roundup for Friday. The broadcast is a fairy, Cherry, and Rubin production. I'm Steve Cahan CBS News.
2: It was the biggest scandal in pop music. The stars of Millie Vanilli, the Grammy-winning multi-platinum R&B phenomenon, were exposed as frauds. But none of this was their idea. So whose idea was it? Enter German music producer Frank Varian. He saw the success of acts like Michael Jackson and Prince, and he wanted in, no matter the cost. So he devised the perfect pop heist Why did everyone blame them and not the man pulling the strings? Follow Blame It on the Fame, Millie Vanilli, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus.
0: A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings early and ad-free on Wondery+. Plus.
2: Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels.